0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. Hello, ice to meet you. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm David. What killed this dinosaurs this Ice Age. <laughs> it's winter forever here in Gotham. Nora! <laughs> Sorry. Allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Let it well avoid this is the chilling sound of your doom.
1: <laughs> Free uh, th- th- the Arnold accent is too easy to slip into. And isn't, <laughs> the one he's doing that isn't quite, it, it's when he was starting to even out to better English fully.
0: Well, I mean, but I like, guess I don't he...
1: even think he really has much of an accent anymore.
0: Well, he has like a, he takes like vocal lessons so he can keep the accent because it's kind of his trademark.
1: Oh, well, yeah but it's, it's important. Bigger.
0: And it would be weird if you were watching a Schwarzenegger movie and was like, hey, how's it going?
2: Yeah, that would be like, basically it would be like Doctor Strange. I'll be back. Like ben- Benedict Cumberbatch suddenly having an American accent and you're like, that's not
1: right.
0: I'll be back.
1: But I, I'm not sure if it's like, I think he just hasn't the Arnold pretend accent now. I think he's kind of faded from the original pure Austrian accent. I don't know why. I was looking up Austrian accents this week for some reason. Hey. You should
2: just have. You should just nurture whatever whatever kind of accent that Stallone has. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, speaking of speaking of robots in disguise, of course, you know my brother's on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so you should. You should check it out. I, uh, I I would have gone out of myself, but I've had a beef with Hasbro ever since that uh, my whole G.I. Joe Rocky deal fell through.
1: Oh, right. oh, no. I think I know why I was on an accent tangent, because AI voice shit has been annoying and, and bad, and, and I do not want it. But then I saw one that was like Arnold and Stallone as Jay and Silent Bob. Well, it was just Silent Stallone, but it was mostly just Arnold as as Jay, and it was like... That's weird and hilarious.
0: Ah, snooch to snooch.
1: Yes. I I would recommend (laughs) at least looking for that one. It's funny.
0: This is my heterosexual life partner, Silent Stallone.
2: (laughs) See, one-off joke things like that seems acceptable, like an acceptable use of, of AI stuff. It's... Trying to use them to actually replace voice actors, is yeah,
1: replacing voice actors, not great. Doing ones of political figures is upsetting.
2: Yeah, Pod Save America has been playing around
1: with that lately. I've I've only seen bits of it it. Is no, no, I, I don't I don't want that. Give Anyways. me more of the random art. Anyway, yes, podcast, sorry, I got... Speaking to get of nervous. speaking of
0: robots with funny accents, robots in disguise.
1: Oh, yeah, what the yes. fuck was the accent this week? I couldn't quite... Kind of Irish. Oh, well,
0: Ashorn Begorn, it is okay, indeed, it was Irish. because I guess he's obsessed with luck, so he's Irish, question mark.
1: Oh, is that it? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Irish or Scottish, but, like, we'll get into it. The character, when he first opened his mouth, I thought, is, is that Jamaican? What the fuck? But then it sort of evened more out. It did come off kind of a little Jamaicanish at first. Yeah, it, did. it didn't seem to. Solidify. I didn't
2: look up who our voice actor, our special guest voice mm. actor for this oh, week well,
1: is. So
0: anyway, this first aired May sixth, twenty seventeen. It is the third episode of season of season what we're calling season three, I believe.
1: We're calling it that. I would every say other call place it called season, season four. If I it,
2: would say call it Season 4, just because that's going to confuse people the least if they're going on YouTube to follow along. Oh, well, yeah,
1: like that's true. Suppose, that's true. Yes. It annoys me, but yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, the wiki it was, calls
1: it Season 3, and I prefer yes.
0: that. And it was, uh, it was defrosted. And it's written by Guy Tubes.
1: <laughs> what? What? Has has he written an episode before? I think so. It's like, uh, every once in a while there's a name, it's like, well, that's kind of... You must have gotten teased in school. I'm sorry, guy.
0: He's written many. In fact, this is his uh, fifth. His last one was Misdirection.
1: Mm -hmm. That
0: was back in early season two, in which uh, Steeljaw tried to lead a jailbreak.
2: I remember that being a fun one. That was the one where Bumblebee was like, look, I'm pretending to do stage magic.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so we opened in the Antarctic. Give me just Antarct- a second.
2: I think, I think someone may be getting into some kind of trouble that they need help extracting themselves from. Give me just a second.
1: Meanwhile, I'm trying okay. to find the Decepticon from this episode on the wiki and failing. That's a
0: crustacean.
1: I know, but it's a broken link.
0: Oh, well, it's
1: it. let give me a 403.
0: Oh well, I've got it uh, yeah, I've got it up here.
1: oh, it, why the fuck isn't it working for me? I even tried in the search box, and it's like nope, not there. I, I was I think getting the like,
2: Wiki may maybe having some temporary technical issues because I can't get to the home page of it right now, okay, oh,
1: oh now it loaded but then that again, my weird.
2: VPN has everyone convinced I'm in Canada, so oh. Or at least Pluto TV. It has Pluto TV convinced him in Canada.
1: Well, well. also the problem is, like, there's Crustacecon is the new Decepticon in this episode. There's also Crusticon, <laughs> who's a piece of toast. No!
2: <laughs> you can't do that.
1: Yes!
0: Is he a bot bot?
1: <sighs> no, it's like a redeco of Blaster as a toaster comes with... I was
2: going to say, probably a, a play on the old... Blaster's Brother toaster joke.
1: <laughs> yes, from... Where the fuck was... I, I must have come with one of those weird G.I. Joe sets or something. Mm. Oh, G.I. Joe meets Ninja Force and Transformers.
0: Ah. Anyway, so uh, so we open in the Antarctic, and we see the, the, uh, the global ice caps are indeed melting. And that reveals a stasis pod. Ah. And it is full of Decepticon. Specifically, this guy is Crustaceon. And, uh, although his, uh, apparently his original name was Prong.
1: I'm not sure <laughs> if that's better or worse.
0: I'd say that's worse.
1: Well, the, the problem is, like, he's a digital remold of, uh, Ped. Yes. Which is a worse name.
0: <laughs> yes. And, uh,.
1: So, Prong. I, Prong, I. is kind of amusing.
0: So he gets. Out it's easier of the, to say. He's like a weird, like, sort of oceanic crustacean guy.
1: I Think they call him a shrimp at some point, right? Or uh, demeaningly
0: call him a shrimp, but like somebody definitely makes a reference to scampy.
1: Yes, he transforms from an eighteen-wheeler to a very tall robot on his knees with claws, yes. which does not make me think of crustacean. Like he, he doesn't have pinchers or anything.
0: And he immediately begins it's searching weird. for me lucky charms. I mean, me shanix.
2: Me yay! So first off, I was very excited to see the setting because I, and maybe this is just an entirely personal my aesthetic thing, but I feel the opposite about Arctic Camo as we feel about Browntown. Well, I'm always very excited to see the Arctic Camo return. Yes,
1: well, what, snow is more fun than a desert to me anyway and presumably you but also like when they're brown they're all shades of like the same tan when they're arctic camo there's feels like there's more variety between white and gray and blue mm-hmm. also, like each of them has the a slightly colors. different color yes.
2: also and, it uh, sounds like what he's saying that he's looking for is his shallots <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I think I might have heard the, something different at first. The vegetable? But... No. Shannix, uh, our old Transformers money from... Yes. Do you comics, right? I believe so, yes. yes.
2: Later, someone else says it with, out, without a ridiculous accent. I'm like, yes. oh, right, Shannix, not Has Shannix come
1: up in this show before? I almost...
0: I vaguely recall we that it has.
2: feel like it has...
0: But anyway, this uh, something
1: else we want. Oh no, maybe it's come up in rescue bots or something.
0: Yeah. So uh, this this voice actor is Chris Edgerly, who uh, we may be best. uh, And I guess uh, I just wonder if uh, if if we got that thing that he sent us.
1: Oh. (laughs) Uh,
0: Because he played uh, (laughs) Peter Potamus on Harvey Birdman, Attorney Law.
1: Nice. Yay! And. Some video games. Oh, I mean, he's he's a, he's, he's a he's a, a ton of Rudo stuff. That he's, I don't remember.
0: Uh, he's he's also the voice of Spider-Man in that uh, Islands of Adventure like ride. Oh, ah. and yet yeah, uh, big video game guy. So yeah, you know, and it, you know, it. Uh, we it does seem that like we're scraping the barrel a little with the uh, with the accents and the voices and the. Robot criminals here because his deal <laughs> is that he is obsessed with luck, and he's Irish.
1: Oh, he's obsessed with money. Well, and like money, but specifically, he's he, you know, luck. He's, he's, he's about really bad at reading a map.
0: Walking under ladders. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's okay. It's
2: a silly white stereotype, so we're allowed.
1: Yeah, yes, it's it, it's fine. It, it's from the UK. We can make fun of them all we want. <laughs> Their queen is dead. Anyway, up <laughs> the episode does start with, and so there's weird. throughout the episode, there's hand drawn like water effects and, and clouds of fog and stuff, and it's like neat. And it, it's always nice when the animators get to flex that way, mm. just show off some hand drawn animation against the CG stuff. Which yeah. is CG stuff I still like. It's just, I love it when they play around with the animation, on the sides. Mm.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we, we cut to the scrapyard. Bumblebee, as you will recall, lost his Decepticon Hunter uh, back in the previous two-parters, stolen by one of the mysterious, heavily pr- electronically processed voices, uh, little scampering minicons.
1: <sighs> yeah, but like, Minicon. Bumblebee seems excessively confused by like, oh no, maybe I left it around the junkyard. It's like, dude, you just had an encounter with a Decepticon. Who do you think took it? Yeah, And he's like, Bumblebee.
2: uh, maybe, maybe I'm misremembering that I lost it then. It's like, yeah, I don't think you are, B. I don't think you are. It just,
1: like of all the characters, you'd think he'd be the most sensible that, yes, the Decepticon took my weapon. Also, this is it's a problem. Awesome. It is a problem,
0: and of course, he, he, he hopes that Fixit has is able to help him here. But instead, of Fixit Fixit has Pac Man fever for this entire episode.
1: What Mario may ha- Mania? But like, he's talking about like something about semi aquatic birds throwing reptiles. Yeah, I think
0: they didn't like Mario sound effects.
1: Yes, all the sound effects are purely out of Mario games. So this is something
2: that I've had brewing for the, the months that we have been off uh, doing rescue bots while robots in disguise is occasionally showing up on uh, Pluto TV. So I don't think it's one of those things where the writers like sat down and said, yes, this is what we're going for. But does Fix-It Strike anyone else as being autistic?
0: I could definitely see him being coded that way.
2: Like, I, I think it's one of those things where you don't, they, they didn't sit down and say, oh, let's, it's like how a lot of characters were gay coded without them mm. even necessarily realizing that's what they were doing. Because they were thinking, you know, a guy who's like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that they were thinking, like, you know, somebody who's, who's like that. And what they meant by like that was on the autism spectrum. But I, I, mean, I definitely I mean, get and I was definitely thinking that in this episode where he has become hyper focused on this video game.
1: Yeah. I mean it's
0: like how it's like how Paul Lind was on TV for decades, but people didn't really see him as necessarily being, you know, attracted to men. He was just Paul Lind. And he did Paul Lind things.
2: Look, there was a whole issue in the eighties about a woman trying to kiss Iceman and failing. Um, I'm, I'm just saying
1: <laughs> Some,
2: sometimes they don't know that's what they're going for, but that's that's what it is,
1: yeah, it, it's very much unintentional, like they didn't realize or or less uh, attention it was like oh, he, he's autistic somewhere on the spectrum. So. like I feel
0: that uh, just, just like that maybe even five years later, mm-hmm. that sort of thing they they would have in mind just as we're. Uh, we're doing in Earthspark, where we have a transformer who has they/them pronouns. Yes.
2: yes, and who I will point out—not a real spoiler, but in a in a later episode, uh, when they are the the group is role playing the big uh, Autobot Decepticon battle, they want to play Starscream. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I I think... I mean, we did IDW when they did their whole reboot, have the whole thing. It's like, look, it's the first autistic Transformer. And everyone was like, like, is he really, though?
1: Is he, though? (laughs) Is he, though? (laughs) I mean, one, he's not the first. And and two, I I don't even... That was Geo Modus? Yeah. Yeah, it was just... I don't know... it. Seemed less autistic than Fix-It.
2: Yeah, he's Fix-It... He was just like
1: the quiet IT guy.
2: Yeah. Fix-It is... I mean, he's got a speech thing, and he's, you know, hyper-focuses on things. He's not good at, like, metaphors or... Mm. And and he's his whole thing is that he has I mean he has to look up stuff in his database, but he's the guy who you go to for facts about stuff, yeah. for knowing a bunch of stuff about, you know, people in this case, Decepticons in this case. But but yeah, that's something that's been like in the background as uh, we were we were going through Rescue Bots. I was like, pencil in when we get back to Robots in Disguise is Fix-It, I'm not going to say meant to be autistic, but he definitely feels like that's what he came out as. So yes, he is hyper-focused today on this video game on, like, Russell's iPad.
1: Playing a Mario knockoff that we don't actually see until the end of the episode, which has backgrounds that look like Sonic games, but has a giant fox as the playable character, apparently. (laughs) sure, but like, some, I was trying to figure out, like, which exact Mario game would th- this have come from, by the sound effects, and I'm not really sure. I, I was figured. thinking, like... The, the
0: so wiki what's... says, at least, if it can be believed, that Probably. they are Super Mario World sound effects.
1: Okay, I was gonna say, because I was thinking, like, what was the last Mario that came out before this? Was that Sunshine, or was it something else? Hmm. Maybe it was Galaxy? I, I don't remember the exact timeline, but, like, a lot of the sound effects feel older than that.
0: Anyway, so while this is going on, uh, our, our our good mini con boys are sparring, and Drift is trying to teach them how to use a an opponent's strength against
1: them.
2: Best children, that's yes, teaching that's...
1: The, the little boys judo.
2: Did Jetstorm always have tiny nunchucks? I feel yes. like the yes. tiny nunchucks... Okay, I I felt like he had a different weapon before.
1: Maybe not that they always used them, but one of them had nunchucks at some mm-hmm. point previously. That's so good so, like, not child safe. (laughs) No. Yeah, it is weird to pick nunchucks as a weapon after all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff.
0: I think they allow those in England now.
1: I guess we I think they also don't have to 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 call them the Hero Turtles anymore. (laughs) Do
2: they let them call them ninjas now?
0: Anyway, so Drift is all, hey, uh, Grimlock, why don't you get over here and spar with my students? And he's like, Are you sure? Because have you seen me?
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: huge.
2: I'm, I'm kind of big. They are very small.
0: But oh, then they then he sees how they can use the strength of the enemy. He's like, Oh, I, I want to be your poodle too, <laughs> uh, Drift. <laughs> Drift's
1: poodle.
2: He's suddenly very enthusiastic about the idea of being Drift's poodle. And it's yes. it's, it's pretty great. He wants to learn. He wants to learn how to do fighting things, but also isn't good at complex words.
0: No. So, anyway, so there's a Decepticon alert, and indeed they have detected uh, Crustacean, who is now menacing uh, an Arctic uh, or a, an Antarctic research station.
1: Oh, right. I didn't pay attention to which poles. Like, are we going to have a thing situation?
0: It is absolutely a thing. Like, these guys just got over having a thing. And now they've got to deal with this giant robot.
2: Well, there were Hmm. no establishing polar bears. So I guess that makes sense that it was the Antarctic. Because if it's the Arctic, you have to have establishing polar bears.
0: It doesn't want to be a robot. It wants to be us. (laughs) Nobody trusts each other anymore, and we're all very tired.
2: Just need a nap.
0: Anyway, so uh, so indeed, and they they believe that this is uh, like one of Windblade's various caches of weaponry and Decepticon prisoners. And due to global warming, it is now melting. Oops!
2: Which strong arm calls out when they get there?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because it's not as aggressively unpleasantly cold, I guess, as it was yes. when they were down this way previously. Which oh, that's not great new. No. A lot of uh, calving ice shelves down there.
0: Mm. And so it is once more time to sell some repaints.
1: Yay. 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 Well, well First, we, we have to do lots of flashy transformations before we go in the tube to go to the Antarctic. And, like, all of the flashy were some of them new in this season? Like, I that think come up so before? yes they
0: probably make sense that they'd refresh them yeah but yeah much much like Paul Walker and Jessica Alba we are going into the blue
1: <laughs> yeah she's a blue, strong blue arms thing.
2: strong arms cold weather camo I was going to say Arctic camo but I guess it's technically Antarctic camo mm-hmm. really just looks like she's entirely desaturated
0: yeah it's a real lateral move
2: because it's the yeah. same. Like pattern. She's already
1: white and blue.
2: She's already white and blue, and it's the same pattern. It's just that the white becomes a slightly bluer white, and the blue becomes a much
1: more pastel blue. Yeah,
0: and it's still weird that Grimlock can't do this.
1: Yeah, it's it's very strange at this point. Like previously, like it was mostly like, oh, he wasn't on those missions, or he would show up later this time it's like why Why can't we have a blue Grimlock or something or bright white or have him do it wrong if you're gonna make a joke out of it
0: we're not selling a repaint of it
1: well they
2: weren't selling repaints of everybody else either I guess they might have planned well, them
1: or hoped for them Drift at least had a de- an ice camo and someone else I think maybe maybe it was just the mini cons oh shoot did i disconnect
0: nope nope you're still here
1: oh sorry (laughs) like yeah earlier today there was thunderstorms well Mm. there was thunder and then there was rain and there was a shitload of hail have you seen pictures of the hail (laughs) it was it was accumulating on the ground It was getting white it's like what the fuck
2: i want i need snow i didn't get snow i'm sad
1: I never got a lot of snow. I will
2: take everyone else's snow.
1: It was all spread out. It was, it was never. I think it was only like one accumulation that was like three inches. I'm just four. glad to
2: see us doing a uh, snow camo episode because I, I get to imagine what it might have been like to have some snow.
0: <laughs> so anyway, they encounter uh, crustacean. It turns out he is on the. He's on the most wanted list for stealing a bunch of shaniks from the treasury. So he's not even a particularly interesting criminal. He's just a guy who stole a bunch of money and is now looking for his money.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Is
2: this the first time that we've had Transformers having physical
1: currency? Uh, No, shaniks have been physical and something before.
0: Well, And I know that in uh, in that two-parter with the Mechanibals in the Marvel comics, they pay them with energy energon
1: cubes. Yeah, yeah, but an animated version. I, oh, wait, I think maybe they came up in animated or maybe that just been might have been a throwaway line.
2: Well, I mean, they've come up, but I mean, it's like an actual physical thing yeah, that you can just coins. have stashed somewhere and not like, I don't know, the way that Star Wars deals with credits. Yeah, like coins.
1: Mm-hmm. In the comics, it was originally coins. Oh, IDW's had them as coins too. Okay,
2: it could be like a cryptocurrency where it's just his USB stick. <laughs> he can't find his
1: USB oh stick. Oh God, has some moron made Shannox coins? <laughs> Hope not.
2: <sighs> Probably by now they've made everything else.
1: But it's also so niche; like people wouldn't get it. Like it hasn't been any in any of the movies. No. That's
0: true. So yeah, they, they encounter uh, they, they do encounter. Um, crustacean he he fights them obviously. Bumblebee doesn't have his Decepticon hunter. He he's shooting them with his eye lasers.
2: He's got heat vision. He's got eye lasers.
0: Bumble or Grimlock tries to do the thing that Drift told him to do, and he does not do it correctly.
2: <laughs> he tried. Yeah, almost. He has learned and he is ready, but he was not as ready as he thought. Was, he it, was. it like?
1: focus something focus sidestep and change your one- evade. Oh, evade mm-hmm. but like his last step is he turns the wrong way <laughs> so you supposed not to evading. get behind your opponent not your opponent get behind you
2: he's trying he can't help it that he's not got good thinking skills hmm
0: so they, they do find the staff of this uh, this base. They are hiding in a small building, which does not have any windows, which is convenient because well, we just talk to them like he's a person, and they should just stay in there.
2: <laughs> Robots yeah. in disguise. I
0: mean, it's either people who can't see you, or a, something that's entirely automated for some reason.
2: Everything is just entirely automated if they can get away with it.
1: Yeah, like, hey, hey, we don't have to make new human models, we just have them in a shipping container. It's talking. Sure. <laughs> we could have just redecoed the, the monk. Like, well, I guess oh, the, the
0: thing is they don't want to... Uh, it's not so much that we can't see them, it's that they can't see the robots.
1: Well, yes. Yeah.
0: Because they're in
1: disguise.
2: They're in disguise. There's no shot
1: of the interior of the container.
2: They, It's going to blow their cover. You don't want to blow their cover. Which it is—it's oh,
1: such an annoying thing. Like, 3D animation actually does work better for Transformers, like volumetrics mm. and robot stuff. But it does limit you because you can't just fuck around and have whatever characters you want in the background silently. Mm. That is true, unless you unless you combine hand-drawn characters with CG robots, which is touchy.
2: Sorry, your other option is uh, Armada, which
1: was half <laughs> animated. Yeah, I know, it, it can work, It's just it doesn't always work. Or if you have more standardized human models or something. God, the kimono friends managed to pull it off, jankily, mm. but they didn't. <laughs> Lots of background characters.
0: We we briefly cut back to the command center. Uh, fix it is attempting to, uh, to hack the game. So that he can win.
1: Yes, he's cheating.
0: But he this does the cheater does not prosper. Yes.
2: That's that's cheating.
1: He is becoming hacksaw man.
2: Humans do that all the time though. Humans are always like hacking stuff and then this is why you can only like if you have two two Nintendo Switches you have a Pokemon game. You can only play it on one of them because if you put it on both of them, then something something item duplication, and so oh, it's a big. But people still manage to do it.
1: Well, also Nintendo is really against uh, mo- streaming modded versions of their games.
2: You would think that they would be in favor of things that would encourage people to buy more than one of their consoles, but I guess not.
1: Yeah, well, also, but, it still didn't stop. for handheld, but you know.
2: It still didn't stop my uh, nephews from having a few like level one hundred shinies that they had gotten in surprise trade that had names that were just advertisements for like gaming websites.
1: <laughs> Weird. Okay.
2: hacked. Because mm. they hack them, and then they just throw them out into the world, so you're getting these advertisements when you do surprise trades. It's not great. It's definitely not something that, like, seven-year-olds should be having to deal with. No. <laughs> so anyway, my point is, humans hack games all the time, Russell. Come on. I'm
1: doing it since the day of the game genie. <laughs>
0: So yeah, they're, uh, yes.
1: voiding the warranty with Cybertronian tech is kind of a different level.
2: But yes, Russell is very annoyed that Fixit is is willing to resort to hacking.
0: So, uh, so yeah, so Crustacean has found the rest of Windblade's cache. It doesn't actually have anything in it. So uh, they end up chasing him into a, into a farging ice hole.
1: That's what it's Forging. called. That's what an ice ice cave in a glacier is called.
0: But uh, it, it's from the movie Johnny Dangerously.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't seen it.
0: In, in which there is a guy who, uh, comically, uh, does not have quite have a full grasp of uh, English language profanity.
2: I hmm. see. I see. So it's kind of a uh, Star Trek Four situation. Yes. One damn minute
0: <laughs> another colorful metaphor captain <laughs> anyway so they end up uh, you know he uses his eye lasers he brings down this whole ice cave on them and mm-hmm. Grimlock does kind of manage to get them out of it a little by uh
1: somehow i don't understand how this works like he breaks a giant icicle hanging from the ceiling uh-huh. that somehow falls down and gets some of the ice off of them off like it should have just added more ice i don't and i like that his end.
2: his plans involved evading the icicle because grimlock that's it's not it's not going anywhere
0: And so yeah, no, they they end up forming thermal thermoswords, and they mentioned rampage, the predicon, which is kind of weird—not the Beast Wars yeah. Predacon, but the guy who turns into a tiger predicon.
1: Yeah, well, huh. they had swords that did things.
2: I am kind of surprised. Like, I figured that the the change of the weapon for the Decepticon hunter was just changed what kind of form factor it was. I didn't realize it changed the energy
1: type. Yeah, the elemental damage type.
2: Yeah, I figured it would just be like if you're more comfortable with a sword or a lance, it'll give you a sword or a lance. But yeah, so that's interesting. Mm. Apparently, it will also just become a thermal sword if you need it. So they use that to melt all the ice.
1: And yet it stays blue. Why didn't it turn red? It's it's warmer. This is a good question. It also, it would add contrast to the colors. Uh, no, uh,
2: no contrast. Only white, blue, and gray. The world can so only get, be white, blue, and gray.
1: They
0: get out of there. This glacier is just totally falling apart. These uh, these humans are about to be plunged into the glacial depths. <laughs> so, Sideswipe and Strongarm have to have to work that out. And they eventually do, and then that. Uh, you know bubbly and drift, they go and fight crustacean, who is on the, uh, on the sea floor trying to dig up the Shannocks.
2: this is where I noticed that we don't really so, so drift's minicons he 's mm-hmm. got yeah. them there they 're on his arms. he shoots them, and they just stay as little pucks. But then, in a few minutes, towards the very end, right before they all change back, we do see them transformed in robot mode in their snow camo colors. But through the entire rest of it, they're just little pods on Drift's arms.
1: Despite being in the beginning of the episode. Yes.
0: So... You know, they don't. It doesn't work so well for Bumblebee and Drift, but Grimlock is finally able to pull off the whole using an opponent's strength against him by doing the whole "stop hitting yourself" thing. Yes,
2: Yes. which, yeah, that's that's kind of how it works. Good job.
0: So now they're going to have to look for her for Windblade's other caches to see that they are also secure. And meanwhile it, it does
2: kind of uh, seem like there there should be like putting prisoners just in a cache somewhere for who even knows when seems like a war crime.
1: Kinda <laughs> Also like like when the when the Axelon went away, you would think, what's it called the Axelon? The ship?
0: Uh, no, no uh, it was the Alcamore. Uh, Alcamore. Be-
1: Begin with a day. You think they would have emptied out some of the caches full of like frozen criminals? Maybe she forgot. <laughs> just leave them there to rot on for- Earth.
2: Forgot to tell them. Yeah, I-, I feel like you can't just leave them in pods in in hiding spots for like an undetermined amount of time. Like that doesn't I mean, seem this okay. is
0: true. But also, we needed more bad guys for this season.
1: Okay, that's Well, fair. yeah, they could at least have a throwaway line. Oh, like, well, they're coming back at some point. We should find the rest of them. <laughs> they didn't have room.
0: Anyway, and Fix-It is so engrossed in his game that when the Autobots come back, Grimlock uh, just totally knocks into him and he shatters poor Russell's game <gasps> here.
2: No, his oh. iPad.
1: R.I. PlayStation.
2: But yes, right before they come back through, I was thinking maybe they just hadn't come up with with snow camo color schemes for the mini cons, and that's why they were just staying as pods. I could buy but no, that. Right before they come through, they're standing there with everyone oh, else. That's right, and they're they're they have their snow camo,
0: right? So
2: Which we, makes it even weirder that Grimlock doesn't have one. Mm. Yes. They have one. The winter babies were just standing there. And then everyone transforms and they go back to their normal colors. And Grimlock breaks Russell's iPad.
1: Those things are expensive. It's not cool. You could have made a joke out of it that, oh, Grimlock's colorblind and blue and green are the same to him. <laughs> Anything. Nope.
2: Only no. cars. And I guess Windblade. Uh, only mm. vehicles get special camo.
1: Scooby Doo had a woolly white t-, t Rex. Why couldn't we have a white Grimlock? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and meanwhile, oh, here comes another Minicon. This time it is Trick Out, who has like wheels for legs.
1: Yeah,
2: he has weird glowing purple eyes, and they're distressing.
0: And the hev- the heavily synthesized voice of Frank Welker wants another Decepticon hunter.
1: Well, the last Minicon that talked to Soundwave was blue
0: uh-huh.
1: and this one's red so which one's Rumble and which one's Frenzy? <laughs> no, I'm not
2: getting into that. I'm not I'm not doing it.
0: This one is obviously Enemy.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. wait, uh, wait, wasn't Enemy purple? What the fuck color was Enemy? I don't remember. Enemy is red. Oh, okay.
0: And and then meanwhile, meanwhile... <laughs> oh, here comes another chunk of glacier, and oh, there are indeed the missing Shannocks
1: Me money!
2: Money! Space money! Weirdly, that is going to come money! up again in a few episodes. Space dollars. Mm. You think there's going to be a fight over the space dollars?
0: There will indeed be a fight over the space bucks.
2: How much mm. even is it? Like... It's like $20. Where are they going to spend it on Earth?
0: Yeah, it's just like his jar of change.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm going to take this uh, to Cybertron's Coinstar machine.
2: Yes.
0: Get get me some rolls. (laughs) In fact, this is going to come up in like six episodes.
2: Okay. So, this this season at least. Oh, this is going to come up. Yeah,
0: so yeah, this, well, it it better because this is the last season.
2: We do yeah. get a. They did uh, have a picture of them on the wiki, and yeah, they're sort of like. I don't know. They're kind of like a letter G kind of shape or something. Yes. Yeah. They're they're a very interesting shape, but they are definitely mm-hmm. recognizable as potentially some sort of coinage. Sure. Money, money, money. <laughs>
0: And so uh yeah th- this is you know this is an okay episode like the the villain is kind of blah the, the situation you know the grimlock stuff is fun enough but it wasn't really one of my favorites.
1: No it's it's okay. It's not a brown episode at least. No it is like, not brown.
2: I like blue. I like blue gray. I like blue and gray and white as a color scheme. It is a Grimlock-focused
1: episode, so that is a plus.
2: I, I did have one day at work where I was noticing that several things sitting on my desk were all that same color, and I my, my co-worker had noticed this, and I just also pulled out several additional things from my purse that were also that color. It's like my... my planner journal book and one of my pens and my phone and some random other stuff. Also my car. My car is that color. So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like the most amazing episode, but I enjoyed looking at it.
0: Alright, well that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner.
1: Yay this week on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, five man Burning Sibling Robot <sighs> Sibling? Well, the, the robot is a sibling spoiler. I like anyway. it
2: when robots are siblings.
1: Oh, kind of. They both have the same creator, so that makes them siblings. Anyway, previously from last episode, a continuation directly, uh, Red and the alien Gunther who is dressed sort of like he's a Dragon Quest character were inside the Star Carrier which is the vehicle mode of the new red robot uh-huh. are flying away from the battlefield of last episode and crash into a mountain because they can't control where it's going I guess and somehow crashing into the mountain they fall out the robot spaceship is still stuck on the top of the mountain there in the bottom of a quarry and trying to climb back up uh, but then a new monster of the week shows up named Bargain. Okay, <laughs> sure. He's like, I'd
0: call that a bargain.
1: The zone wins. The best
0: I ever had.
1: Bargain. The <laughs> best
0: I ever had.
1: The, the subtitles spell it B A R R U G I N. But they're saying bargain, basically. Like,
0: bar- like Baragon?
1: Well, they're not... Re- Isn't
0: that a giant monster of some sort?
1: Yeah, well, there's Baragon and Barugan, who are two different guys from two different companies. <laughs> ah. <laughs> one fought Gamera, one was a minor character... Oh, no, fought uh, Frankenstein.
0: Oh, Frank- Oh right, in as in Frankenstein Conquers the World.
1: Yes. Anyway bargain is is a big green wizard dude who also sort of looks like he's from Dragon Quest because he's got like he's got like a normal monster face a bunch of gold spikes, a big dragon face on his chest inside the mouth of that dragon face is another face in his belly his knees are faces, and on top of his head above his face is another face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's ridiculous. I kind of like him. Too many faces. Quite too many, but it's an interesting design. Anyway. They considered fewer faces. He's a wizard who pulls the rubber snake trick on Red and Gunther as they're trying to pull up... Trying to climb up the mountain and pulling on, like, a stick. And it turns into a little rubber snake. It's like, oh, I guess it's supposed to be a real snake. It's clearly a rubber snake you bought from a joke store. Anyway, uh Captain Garona, the, the ground forces leader of the bad guys shows up with them and is fighting, the other rangers show up, They're there's battling, the wizard bargain, the biggest bargains in town turns into a giant bargain <laughs> by growing himself to full size. And then uh they're He's an ollies
2: now. He, li- he he lays down and he's just
1: an ollies. <laughs> Uh, Arthur, their little robot friend, comes flying in with their five robo, punches the giant wizard, and then all the rangers except for Red get in that, and then there's a giant robot fight for the rest of the episode. Or most of the episode. Um, uh, wait, what is this note? Oh! At some point in this, like de- their the siblings, the five man, because they're all brothers and sisters, hear from Through the radio, coming from the red robot spaceship, their dad's voice, wishing them well. is like, oh, yeah, I built you this new robot. it's, It's the sibling to your five robo, and you can use it to combine to super five robo. Because, of course, they combine. Of course. To sell toys. As you do. Red went back into the Zord and then runs back out after hearing this message to get climb up the mountain again to get into the new Zord robot. I keep using Zord because it's Power Rangers <laughs> and it's stuck in my head to differentiate from just basic robots. Anyway, Gunther's tagging along behind him watching because he's sort of not in this episode after the beginning until he is when he takes a shot for the Red Ranger that Garona shoots at him was trying to kill the Red Ranger, instead kills Gunther. Well, kind of kills Gunther. Gunther gets hit, tries to have some last words while the Red Ranger's asking, okay, no, really, I've been asking you this whole episode and last episode, where did you get this giant robot? We miss our dad, we want to find him, we love him very much. And in the the middle of saying his last words, he turns to stone, Gunther, that is. Oh, no. And then, like turns into light and flies into the sky I, I felt like I blinked and missed something like just turning to stone I thought was enough but it just flying to the sky blasting off again to not answer questions thanks writers <laughs> you threw a question at us oh, we don't have an answer yet uh, fly into the sky we're done <laughs> but now Red gets in the robot and, and then they combine into super 5 robo and oh after the Red Ranger is running slowly through a field of explosions in slow motion which looks really cool and then the super brother joint to combine the robots <laughs> and, and they're combined it looks cool and their finishing attack is like a, a jet boot powered punch which is sort of underwhelming but I guess it looks cool New finishing move, um, and that's basically the end of the episode. They destroy the monster. They have a new robot. They have two robots mm. now that can combine into a bigger robot. Which kind of, as they do, like when you think when you think about, well, what I think about it, it's like it's basically just a weaponizer. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. there, there's like a fold over chest and helmet part. There's sort of arm attachments that really just make the fists bigger, and he's standing on two blocks to make himself taller.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of just a weaponizer. Just a weaponizer.
1: <laughs> sure, it works. I, I mean, I guess you'd have to do a lot of modifications to do that with a blaster, but... Mm. Anyway, that's the episode. Their robot now has a sibling. Yay! So that is it
0: for us for this week. We'll be back next week with more robots in disguise. But until then, we have... We are all over the internet. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, and we have a Patreon.
2: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And for as little as a dollar a month you can listen to all of our once a month specials where we do all kinds of fun things we do marvel movies we do random cartoons we do random anime uh, did we decide on something for april yet i think we were seeing i think if that uh, I think by your powers
0: combined
2: oh okay so we can we can do Quantumania next month
0: because yeah, I think it, that's when it'll be out. Yeah, because it comes Cause it's out at always like the end three months. of the month.
1: That's the way right. they've been doing it lately. Late April. That sounds yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever, like, sat through a proper episode of Captain Planet, so that sounds exciting. I know I
1: watched a bunch of it.
0: Oh, I watched a whole lot of it, because, you know, it was a cartoon and it was on, so I watched it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And it had some voice act, notable actors as voices. So many so it, was like, it was different. Uh, so much uh, stunt yes. casting.
2: So much stunt casting. See, well, I forgot I,
1: most of them except for Whoopi Goldberg. Fun fact: I think They her in somebody. Earth
2: Day is my mother's birthday, so oh. I can Ooh. I can remember when her birthday is fairly easily because people start talking about birthday. <laughs> which is better than my father's birthday, which is either on the 14th of that month or the 17th of that month, and I just cannot remember
1: which. Well, <laughs> my parents, womp they're womp. both on the same number. I just have to remember which month. Ah.
0: All right. But, of course, we'll be back next week with more Robots in Disguise as, uh, as the lines between the two shows we're covering right now become blurred. Wow.
2: <gasps> Dun dun dun!
1: Special guest star!
0: That's right. Until then, I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm David. Chill out and goodbye.
0: I used to meet you,
1: Nora!